It's another edition of the Wobcast. I'm your host, Mike Wobshaw, coming to you from TCO Performance Center and the TCO Studios in Egan. Following day two of the 2019 NFL Draft, a busy day for the Minnesota Vikings, which will set up an even busier day three of the draft for the Vikings, for a reason that we will discuss later in the Wobcast. Before we get into the selection of Irv Smith and analysis of that and the selection of Alexander Madison and the analysis of that, let's welcome in producer and co-host Chris Corso. What up? What's going on? It's a, it's a busy day here. I'm, I'm yeah. pretty jacked up, though. Okay, you're jacked up. Jacked up. Because you love the selection of Irv Smith. I, I couldn't be happier. Okay. You're you're not that excited about the busy work that will unfold tomorrow on day three of the draft. I'm so, so I was trying – so I – run the website and the tracker of the draft picks throughout the draft and there were a lot of trades yeah. that happened today so I was trying to keep up with that right. while I see like 2,000 people on this page at a time so I'm just freaking out yeah. trying to keep up with trader Rick Spielman and what he's doing in that draft room because I don't know how he does it but he found a way to yeah. get a lot of picks which makes our he Next can't, day, busier. He can't help himself. Now we have to be here for how many extra picks tomorrow? Well, I mean, I think we have nine <laughs> picks tomorrow. We're trying to go to that draft party. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> we ain't gonna get out. We're not getting to that draft party anytime soon tomorrow. I tell you that. Gosh. But I, and I joked with Rick. I said um, he's got to he's got to put cameras on the draft room tonight because Zim's gonna want to sneak in there and cut the phone lines. Tell Rick he might have to keep the bar open for yeah, the draft yeah, party right, a couple yeah. extra hours for us. Um, okay, <laughs> so but but let, let's let's start everything off with what you're jacked about. Yes, you you're super pumped yeah. about the Irv Smith selection, tight end out of Alabama, Irv Smith. So I watch a lot of college football, and I really liked Ohio State and Dwayne Haskins for for certain teams where we were we weren't looking for a quarterback. But I also watched a lot of Alabama football this year. And, man, do, do I like this guy. I like the way he can match up against he, – he's a mismatch for a linebacker, and he's a mismatch for a defensive back. So I don't know who can cover this guy. Well, hopefully no one. And he did it for the best team in college football last year, second best team, but during the regular season, best team in college football last year against the best talent in the SEC. So I love this guy. Yeah, I do too. I think he's, um, I think he's the type of offensive weapon, actually – you know he, he's he's going to come into an offense, Chris, with Adam Thielen, who's established, Stephon Diggs, who is established, Dalvin Cook, who we're going to try to get going, and um, and Kyle Rudolph, who's already established. But I think Irv Smith is different than those guys. I think he can bring something that's different, and hopefully he can he can do it at a high level, a high enough level that will help us produce points and win games, but. I do think he's a different type of weapon and player, and I, and I think Vikings fans will see that when they watch him in this offense. Um, I, you know, I think he can line up in a lot of different spots, which I'm sure you'll attest to, having watched a bunch of Crimson Tide football, and um, and we don't really have a guy of his size who can line up all over the field. We have Diggs and Thielen; they can line up all over the field, you know, but they're not 
they're not the size that that tight end Irv Smith is, right? So um, I think it was a really cool selection. And the other thing I liked about it was, you know, there wasn't a run on tight ends that led the Vikings to take tight end Irv Smith. Yep. You know, so I, I didn't feel like it was any sort of reach at all. In fact, I thought Irv Smith would have gone sooner. I thought he dropped. Yeah, so I, re- I really like that about the pick. We got the number one center at pick number 18, and probably, I mean, the number two or three. and number, some, one, number one tight end in my book. Someone, some would say the number one tight end at number 50, so I like that. Um, but, you know, and, and we got to chat with Irv uh, via FaceTime. That's on the website, so go check that out. You'll see he's a pretty cool dude, and something pretty cool happened to Irv Smith. Uh, tonight, and he got drafted by the Minnesota Vikings. So we're going to walk you through what it sounded like when Irv Smith was selected by the Minnesota Vikings. With the 50th pick in the 2019 NFL Draft, the Minnesota Vikings select Irv Smith, tight end from Alabama. Irv Smith Jr., tight end, a 2018 second team All-SEC selection. Irv Smith, my 29th overall player and third tight end. He's an ideal move tight end, meaning you don't have to put him with your hand on the ground. Let him move around, flex him out. He's a smooth route runner. And think of Jordan Reed and how he was used and has been used with the Washington Redskins. That's what you're going to get from Irv Smith. He's a real clean route runner. He's got strong hands and his best attribute is what he does after the catch. I was told the Minnesota Vikings wanted to come out of their first three picks with two offensive linemen and a tight end. I don't know what that means for Kyle Rudolph going forward. I wouldn't be surprised if Kyle Rudolph's played his last game with the Minnesota Vikings. We'll see how they move forward. You can see he's emotional right there. That is awesome. At home, presented by Home Depot. There's Irv Smith Sr., Notre Dame, yep. drafted by the Saints. Good bloodlines there. 16 yards per catch, Charles. I mean, this guy can get down the field. And that'll help out Kirk Cousins. But remember, going to Minnesota, and Mike Zimmer has made no bones about it. We're going to run the football this yeah. year. And the one thing he got after Kyle Rudolph all the time was to become a more improved and better blocker. Irv Smith is a more than willing blocker at Alabama. He'll get his share of that work in Minnesota as well because they do want to run the ball. In particular in that H-back, kind of that motion, wham blocks and all that kind of a technical turn, that backside block. He does pretty good in those situations. The reason I mentioned Kyle Rudolph, I talked to a team this morning that said his name was floating around. They were trying to see if they could get some action on Kyle Rudolph. And wow, you've made this pick. That might speed up that process. All the hats that he had there, and he chose one of 32, or, well, one of 32 chose him. And he's now going to the NFC North. If you are at the draft or watching the draft, that's what it sounds like when a player is selected. This is what the phone conversation sounds like if you are the player who is selected. We need that playmaker, another playmaker on offense. Irv Smith. Okay, get him on the phone. Hello? Hey, Irv, how you doing? How's it going? You waiting to get picked by someone? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Mind if we pick you? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it, baby. Okay. Uh, we're going to turn your name in, and uh, congratulations. You're a Minnesota Viking. Minnesota. The Minnesota Vikings select Irv Smith. Tight end from Alabama. 
All right, so the the Vikings selected a second player on Friday night. It's a running back from Boise State. We're going to get into that in a minute. But first, the trades. The trades. The trades. The trades, the trades. Four trade backs for the Minnesota Vikings. Trades, 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 trades. Yes. Is that four? They kept going. Did I say that yeah. the right and one of times? Yeah, you did. <laughs> and one was back-to-back. One was we traded back, and then— We traded 92 and then 93, yeah. and I'm updating the page, and I'm like, oh, wait, is it 93 or 92? And then I message our social media guy, Zach Royce, and he's yeah. like, no, we traded it's 92 both. and 93. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God, there's so many people freaking watching this. What do I do? Now, <laughs> okay, so now we're joking about it, and we think it's funny because we do. We do think it's funny. But— I, you know, just being on social media, I know that some fans are frustrated with it because they're like, "Why don't we take a player? We need depth along the offensive line, and these guys are good." And and that's a valid point. I mean, we we can use, we could use a good player, but we heard GM Rick Spielman say before the draft started that this is as deep a class that he can remember just across the board. Yep. He said that we we had more draftable grades on the board this year than he can remember. Tomorrow, I think we have nine picks, uh, four or five, four sixes, and three sevens. Was that the final total? <laughs> so it should be a very active day tomorrow. Uh, by having all that, um, we're going to have a lot of draft picks and draft uh, currency to pretty much move up and down anywhere, any way we want to go. We can move up in the fourth, up in the fifth, down. So we'll see how it all unfolds. But I know we do have um, a lot of good football players on our draft board and a, and a lot of players that, uh, that can come in and help our football team. So I'm not surprised that the Vikings got to a point in the second and third round where it was like, look, we're on the clock here, but we're fine with seven, eight, nine of these guys. Yep. Why would we pick one now when we could trade back get more picks, and still end up with one of these seven, eight, or nine guys that we like. I love how you explain that because yeah. that's that's what really goes into the thinking when you're looking to trade back and add picks. We now have nine picks going into day three, yep. nine yeah. more picks. And I know people will be like, well, oh, I'd rather have four picks in the second and third round than ten picks in the – you can say that, but you really wouldn't. How many experts have we talked to that say the same thing? This is the deepest draft they've ever yeah. been a part of. Yeah. One through thirty-two is going to be happy, and and more keep going forward. Teams are going to be happy with players at all these positions. So, I I really like what we did, and I mean I'm not happy about how how much work <laughs> it's going work, to yeah. create tomorrow. But right. um, the players that are co- going to come in here and how busy rookie minicamp is going to be, man, yeah. you're going to have yeah. eleven draft picks at, yep. at rookie minicamp. That's that's pretty so. Cool. All the trades are going on four four times the Vikings trade back, but they never got out of the third round. Yep. They just kept moving back. In fact, they got to the last pick of the third round. That's where the Vikings selected the second player of the night. Second While just final. adding picks continuously, yep. two, 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 two. And and honestly, I think this is a situation where if you go back to where the Vikings were originally in the third round at pick number eighty one, if they would have ended up with Alexander Madison, they would have been happy at that point. At yeah. 81. Yep. Instead, they got him at like 104 or whatever whatever it ended yep. up being. So the Vikings did a good job of getting the guy they wanted still, but then picking up a bunch of, of value. So um, Alexander Madison, running back Boise State, was the Vikings' selection to conclude the third round, and here's what it sounded like. To announce the Minnesota Vikings' selection, 
please welcome from Brown University, 1982 seventh round pick and six-time Pro Bowler, Steve Jordan. Hey, Cam's dead. out here. Yes, indeed. Oh. Okay. With the 102nd pick in the 2000, 2019 NFL Draft, the Minnesota Vikings select Alexander Madison, running back, Boise State. I see you, Steph. Boise State's had some running backs come into the league, and He's a north-south runner when he's lined up in the backfield. He's Everything's downhill. He's a slithery style to him. They'll also put him out in the slot. They'll use him on some of those fly sweeps. I thought he caught the ball pretty well. When he had the opportunities, you can see him catch balls outside his frame. The, the thing he needs to work on is, Joel, he's got to get better in pass protection. Yeah. That's area he's got to improve. There's no doubt. But you mentioned all those Boise running backs, right? He's the first one to lead the Mountain West Conference in rushing. 1,400 yards, so highly productive guy. He can give a little wiggle as well. And that's that tape you saw against Fresno State in the Mountain West Championship game, 200 yards rushing. He put it on him in that one and got better as the game went on. And for Alexander Madison, getting the call from the Vikings war room sounded like this. It's wherever you're watching the draft. I bet it was a pretty cool moment when you got the phone call from the Vikings. Tell us what it was like and who you were Most with. definitely. Um, so I'm here with my family. So it's a, a small intimate family, about 25 of us here. And um, just sharing the moment, uh, high school coach here, uh, you know, barber that's been cutting my hair since I was, you know, a baby. So people that have seen me growing up and um, have helped me uh, become the man that I am now. And um, in that moment, when I got that call, uh, it was just so much excitement. Um, mom and dad are, are balling and so, and so happy and my brothers. And I, I just can't, I will never forget this moment. All right, Chrissy, I think um, it, from from what Rick Spielman said and from what I could glean on the on the TV, kind of a big physical back, a, a complimentary piece to Dalvin Cook. Uh, we moved back. Uh, one of the areas we thought we needed to uh, make sure we covered was at running back uh, in a different type since we lost Latavius Murray. Uh, Alexander Madison is a big back. Um, that uh, is very productive, uh, can catch the ball very well, the backfield. I know we went through our meetings, uh, our scouts and our coaches uh, felt very strongly about him and what he can bring to this team and looking forward to, to getting him here. Yeah, and you, and you look at what he did in, in, that, in that division with Boise State. He led the entire conference in rushing yards. No Boise State running back has ever done that. All those big running backs that have come out yeah. of that that uh that school doug martin didn't do that they, ian johnson yep, yep. They, those guys didn't do that this guy did that so garrett blunt yeah all oh, no the, no he was oregon. Garrett, he was he oregon, was oregon. Yep. yeah so but out of boise state you get a, all those high-powered yeah. offenses this is the first guy to lead the conference in rushing yards interesting for with, with that kind of year so that's pretty that that says something about yeah him. uh rick talked about you know he, he takes a hit and always falls forward he, he delivers a lot of hits even though he's the ball carrier so it sounds like he's a big physical runner and as you're alluding to he was productive as well so that's good um and uh 17 touchdowns i believe yeah i think he's a guy who um who i won't be surprised if he makes it through the offseason program training camp in the preseason and he's rb2 
Yeah. I won't be surprised. I mean, and I'm not ruling Amir Abdullah out or Mike Boone out at all. I mean, they're they're going to compete, but I think this guy's got a shot to contribute. So we're just boosting the offense. Man. Yeah, the offense got a lot of attention the first two days. I like it. Yeah, I do too. That's good. And, you know, now I don't know what's going to happen in day three. There's going to be a mix of offensive and defensive players, I'm sure. It won't surprise me if Rick moves up. Um, if he moves back again, but like he said in his press conference on Friday night uh, before you and I came on, yep. basically we're in a position we can do what we want. We yeah. can move up, we can move back, we can stay put. You know, Maybe we're gonna we address trade, offense like, and defense. All those six round picks and move all the way up to the front, and then we get a better player. Well, why don't we trade? <laughs> why don't we find a team that really needs a player and say we'll give you a six this year for a five next year? That that works too. I mean, that's even better. That helps me out also. Yeah, right. That gets me to the draft party yeah. sooner. <laughs> all right, we got a ton of content on Vikings.com. Yes, and on the Vikings app, uh, including stuff when we were there in Nashville at the draft, and then lots of stuff that we've added um, tonight. Articles, photo galleries, videos, press conferences, FaceTime calls, and, and of course, this Wobcast. So um, you are at the place you want to be if you want nonstop coverage of the 2019 NFL Draft with a Vikings spin on it. So we thank you for listening to this edition of the Wobcast. Tomorrow, Saturday, will be a busy day for the Minnesota Vikings and for Vikings fans. So Chrissy and I will be back to wrap up the 2019 NFL Draft. It will be one of the last things we do before we go and, and celebrate the conclusion of the draft with the rest of the organization. And uh, and then we start getting ready for rookie minicamp next week. That's right. Yeah, it's kind of a fun time. This is a good time to uh, be a Viking. Yeah, that's, that's right. Sure. All right, thanks everyone for listening. On behalf of producer and co-host Chris Corso, I'm Wabi signing off for now. Have a good night. Enjoy the conclusion of the draft tomorrow. And until we talk to you next time, Skull Vikings. <laughs>